Hey everyone, this is Premium Sports Talk Podcast. We are back. I am your host, Josh Garrison. With me is, this is the AM1 segment, by the way, a new segment we are adding to Premium Sports Talk. It is with Jacob Moore, Alex Parker. Yes, we talk mostly basketball, but we switch it up and we talk a little bit of everything here on AM1. So we're going to dive right into it. Kind of a crazy day in sports. Nick Foles, where is he going to go? A lot of people are thinking the Jaguars. Josh Rosen has deleted all his posts on Instagram regarding the Cardinals. And Bryce Harper to the Phillies, $330 million deal with the Phillies, 13 years. So much to talk about. Jacob, let's go to you right into it. Let's start with Bryce Harper. Are the Phillies out of their mind? I mean, the Phillies have absolutely freaking lost their mind. I I don't know what that front office is on, but I need some of it because it's got to be the good stuff. Uh, Not only, you know, there may be a couple players I would sign to a $13, $330 million deal, uh, but that list would be like Ken Griffey Jr., Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron. Like, those are about the only players. All into one. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jesus himself, if he were playing baseball. But, I mean, man, this just does not make sense to me. I mean, we're talking about a guy who in his career is like a 279 hitter in seven seasons. Not only that, two out of his seven seasons. Count them again. One, two. Those are the only seasons he's hit above 300. He struck out 169 times last year. That brings him to almost a 25% strikeout rate. Not just like an out rate but a strikeout rate that out of every four at-bats, one of those he's striking out. I don't understand everyone's infatuation with Bryce Harper and the fact that he somehow landed a deal that's 13 years and $330 million with no opt-out clauses. That's just absolutely beside me. Wow. So no opt-out clauses. He is in Philly the rest of his career. And, and that's the way that I understand it. Now, some more details might have come out about the contract because, you know, you know, preliminary reports say one thing. And then when it's finalized, it says another. But from any preliminary reports that I read, it's that he's there for 13 years. Um, wow. You know, and it's you, you've got to look at the longevity of a baseball player, specifically in the National League, you know, which, of course, everyone says, oh, the universal DH is coming. But what if it doesn't? Then you have. A Bryce Harper, 13 years down the road, who's still in the outfield trying to play defense for you. And we see how well older outfielders get. You know, no offense, I'm a big Braves fan and I love Nick Markakis, but the dude just does not have, he doesn't have the steps that he did five, six years ago. So, you know, you've got to keep that in mind, especially when you sign outfielders in the National League, and I just, for the life of me, do not understand this deal in the slightest. Well, we've seen deals in baseball, long-year deals don't seem to pan out. Ten-plus deals, that is. Ten-year-plus deals, that is. You look at Albert Pujols. You look at uh, Alex Rodriguez. Uh, those deals just don't turn out. It's crazy to me that you're betting on a guy for his talent now, but you're going to assume that's what he's going to be much less five years from now, but 13, 13 years from now. And again, if this were a team that, you know, lost the World Series last year, then I might be able to understand it. There were, not counting the Cubs and the Rockies who made the NL wild card last year, 
there were four other teams other than Chicago and Colorado who were ahead of the Phillies in the National League wild card race. Like, they're not even close to making the wild card. And you think that a a Bryce Harper who's going to come out and maybe hit 270 this season, that he's going to put you above? I just don't get it. Yeah. The move doesn't make sense to me because you already have a young core in place, right? Like, the Phillies embrace for a, a majority of the season battled for the first place spot until the Phillies fell off. But I just don't get the 13 years because, like you said earlier, I mean, Albert Pujols, ever since he's been in Los Angeles, it's been injury after injury. Um, you look at Alex Rodriguez. The guy is now no longer playing baseball. Um, you just look at you look at these deals and you think, okay, this is going to be really good. But 13 years with one guy who, honestly, he got his fame, a, li- a majority of it from home run battles, right? Like, he smacked the ball in Washington this past year. He's he's done great in the home run battle, and everybody's like, this guy's a great hitter. He's, he's generational talent. So now we're supposed to go on on him. But he hasn't done anything in the playoffs. He hasn't done anything else. I just don't see why you're throwing 300 for 13 years at him. But, hey, kudos to him. And his, ag- well, his agent's got to work some magic. If they need well, that. and – yeah, and not to harp on this too long, but like, I, you know, all the reports were that Harper was in this to try to find a 10 year, $300 million contract, which gives him $30 million a year. When you average it out, 13 years, $330 million, uh, I believe that's around $24 million, $25 million, something like that. And when you look at the contract, he's making less money per season than Manny Machado. So it's yeah. like the whole time, we thought that Bryce Harper was in this for the money, but maybe Bryce Harper's just as delusional in the front office thinking that Philadelphia is the place that he's going to win a World Series this season. And honestly, I just don't think so. Wow. A lot of things happening in baseball. I could not believe it when I saw that, especially the 13 years. I just don't understand that. Let's switch our gears here to the NFL. Nick Foles released. Well, it's going to be an unrestricted free agent with the Eagles. A lot of speculation. He's going to go to Jacksonville. And bye-bye Bortles is what I'm thinking. Jacob, what are you thinking as far as Nick Foles? Where in the world is he headed? And can he be – here's my thought on Nick Foles before you dive in on this. And this make – so this thought may not make any sense, but hear me out. He's the guy who in the playoffs can get you to a Super Bowl and win. We've seen it. But if he, if he's starting just from the playoffs, but if he's your starting quarterback all season, you're not getting to the playoffs. That's always been my mindset with Nick Foles. It's the weirdest thing. He can turn on this playoff magic, but it's like the Eli Manning effect. He's got this magic in the postseason, but he's just not going to get you there, rarely, if he if he will. So, Jacob, where is he going to go? Then Alex will let you chime in on this as well. Where is he going to end up? Yeah, so again, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say that he's going to end up in the state of Florida. The, the big question is where. Uh, and really, my two... You know, my two thoughts are, you know, most people think that he's going to end up in Jacksonville. And I would say that Jacksonville is probably the number one destination. Uh, But I think that even Miami has a shot of landing him. Um, Now, I like Jacksonville better than Miami for a few reasons. One, uh, Jacksonville is much closer to winning right this moment than Miami. For example, if Nick Foles comes in and if, if he can get through the regular season, get him to the playoffs, you know, and, and get that Nick Foles magic going. I believe the Jacksonville Jaguars have a legitimate shot of of making it to you know their 
conference championship, even the Super Bowl. I believe if Nick Foles goes to Miami, that he at some point in the next few years is going to retire a Dolphin without them ever having made the playoffs or at the very least not getting past their divisional round. Wow. Alex, what you thinking? Um, I, I like both Miami and Jacksonville. I'll throw a wild card in there, though. We talk, or not we, but people talk about Jameis Winston all year long, and he got replaced by Ryan Fitzpatrick a couple times. I would honestly watch Tampa Bay. Let's see what they do. Ooh. Because think about this. You got a guy who's troubled. He hasn't shown that he's going to get out of trouble anytime soon. Why not add a guy who is the exact opposite? He comes in. He never complained being behind Carson Wentz. He got his moment. He won however many playoff games he's won the past two seasons. And now he's he's set up to get a lot of money. And the Bucks are just have their brand new head coach in Bruce Arians. I really do think that would be a good matchup um, for them. But at the end of the day, I do think Jacksonville is the favorite um, just because the defense and um, Leonard Fournette is there and they got a lot of pieces. So I would say Jacksonville, but watch out for Tampa Bay and watch out for maybe some other teams who are a quarterback away. Josh, to throw something back at you just so, so you can kind of talk us through this and you know kind of relate it to the next point here. What do you think about Nick Foles in Washington? Nick Foles in Washington. Because they don't have Alex Smith. He broke his leg. So, so right. So are we are we are we just giving up on Alex Smith here? Is that what we're saying? I don't know I, if he ever comes back. That that's the thing is I don't know. And again, I, I'm I'm not in the Washington Redskins camp, so I can't answer this for certain. But are we at the point in Alex Smith's career where? To come back from a Joe Theismann-esque leg injury, is it just too late in his career to even attempt to make a comeback? So, the good point you make when you bring up Alex Smith and Nick Foles, I'd say before last year's Super Bowl run, I I mean, it's safe to say Nick Foles and Alex Smith kind of have the same playing style. We're going to play it safe. We're going to be a game manager. We're not going to be very risky. And we're not going to turn the ball over a lot. But at the same time, if you need a big play or a big drive, we're going to struggle in that area too. So I guess when you really compare the two, the one thing that Nick Foles has Alex Smith doesn't is, man, you've led your team to a Super Bowl championship, and you're healthy. And it's funny, wherever Nick Foles go, wherever he ends up going, he's going to be a legend in Philadelphia. Like he's, he's already cemented. That's the crazy thing. He was a backup was really before that Super Bowl run wasn't even considered a he was considered an average quarterback but now he's got a statue of him already outside of the link of him with the Philly Philly. So, if you're Nick Foles, sorry, I'm going to get back on topic here shortly, but you can go you're set for the rest of your life. You never have to buy another meal in Philly ever. So, if I'm, but if I'm comparing the two, I don't see why Washington wouldn't be in the race. I don't see why they wouldn't try to go after him and get him. Uh, you're right, Alex Smith. That was a gross injury. A, it was freakishly. It was like eerie how close the dates were of yes. the Joe Theismann injury and the Alex Smith injury. But you're right. We've seen, we've seen what we're gonna get. With Alex Smith, I mean, how many blown blown leads have we seen in the playoffs that were under him being a quarterback? We've kind of been through the Alex Smith experience, so I say yes. Why not Washington? 
Um, but I'm going to put it back in y'all's court. Where do you think he ends up? Do you think that's an option? I think Washington is an option. I Just because, I mean, Washington, like, before Alex Smith got injured, they were in the thick of it. They were leading the NFC East. So they have a team, and and they're looking to win now. Like, people will think, oh, the Redskins suck. Look at the roster. Okay, but that roster was like, the ro- their roster was in first place while the Cowboys couldn't figure it out. The Giants were the Giants, and the Eagles had QB problems with Carson Wentz. So I do think it's an option. I don't know. It's not the first option, in my opinion, but it's definitely an option. Just looking at how they did last year and who they bring back. So let's take it. Let's transition here to kind of our final segment, the big three we wanted to talk about. Crazy, just crazy day in sports. We don't know where Nick Foles is going to go. Of course, the Brian Bryce Harper thing. But is let's let's bring our attention to Rosen in Arizona, deleting all his pictures. It's so funny the generation we live in, by the way, that now that's a statement. You delete all your pictures so with the Cardinals. Wild. So wild. It's just so weird to me. It, it honestly is. It's kind of like I'm mad. I'm going to delete my photo. It's like a breakup just happened. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. It really is. It's like making sure that you've got your public relationship status that says single. Like, <laughs> it's complicated. To it's let complicated. Know that something's going on with the sad with the sad emoji beside it. So I'm feeling depressed. It's complicated, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, and it's the weirdest thing. I just think so. Josh Rosen deletes those photos. Is basically the question is this: Are the Cardinals are they going to go after? Oh gosh, just forgot his name. Coming to Oklahoma, Kyle Murray. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Is that who they're going after? Is that what we're hearing and seeing here? So I'll say this: I, There's definitely something fishy going on in Arizona. Um, you know, of course, they just hired Cliff Kingsbury, uh, which when he was at Texas Tech, he was always very, very high on Kyler Murray. Uh, their GM said in an interview yesterday that Josh Rosen was their quarterback, quote, for now, end quote. Uh, and that is something that I believe when you're in an interview that you know is going to be public, you're not going to put that for now on there unless you're trying to make a statement. Uh, and as you said, in today's day and age where social media rules all, Josh Rosen goes full 15-year-old girl and deletes all of the Cardinals' pictures and everything because I think he knows that his end could be coming. Um, I, I don't know if that means that Arizona wants to try to take Kyler Murray with the number one pick because I personally feel like that's too high for Kyler Murray. I think that there are players that Arizona needs that they should take at number one that are not named Kyler Murray. Uh, but I, there's definitely something fishy going on out there uh, at the old University of Phoenix Stadium out there. So, and the crazy thing is, and I can't say, th- so this is the thing with the NFL. It's unlike any other league, really, any other major sports league is the NFL. If you don't, you don't get like college a few years to develop and something. If you come in as a rookie, as a quarterback, not saying it's fair, but in most scenarios, you have to show up and show out or else you could lose your job the next year. One year. I mean, we saw that with uh, Deshaun Kaiser and Cleveland. One year done. Or Did I get that wrong? Was that Josh Kaiser? What was his first name? Was it Deshaun? Deshaun. Okay, man, I got all my names mixed up today. But we've seen these guys who come in, they play one year, they don't produce, and they don't get a second chance. 
So with Josh Rosen, I agree with you. Come on, man. You, you've got a one year under your belt. Now you're acting like this. If I'm the Cardinals, I'm not put. Why would I want to keep you? You're showing. You're showing your true self. Uh, you're showing who you are. So this isn't a big surprise to me, though, that why he's acting this way. I, I don't know if we all remember this. When he first got drafted, like he said, he's going to work hard because of everybody drafting in front of him and trying to make this big old spiel about it. And I get it. Like, if you use that for motivation, that's great. But I honestly don't care, bro. Like, you weren't the best quarterback in this cl- last year's class. Yup. And so the fact that you're, hard, you're mad about it is kind of like, I mean, I guess that's okay. Like, you're supposed to think the best of yourself. But at the same time, like, if I'm going against, you know, let's say I'm going against Donovan Mitchell and I'm a pretty good shooting guard. Well, I know that I'm not better than Donovan Mitchell. So I'm not going to say, well, Donovan Mitchell was drafted in front of me, so I'm going to I'm gonna be pretty mad about that, and everybody's going to know. No, just get out there and you work your butt off. Well, Alex, you, you might be better than Donovan Mitchell. I mean, come on. I mean, hey, he's, he's been playing pretty well lately, so I don't know. He's been on a, he's been on a He's definitely good. been playing better than LeBron because LeBron yes. sucks. Oh! Yeah, especially before. <laughs> oh. Uh, Lakers don't make the playoffs. All right, go ahead. But, but you know, back to all that – you know, the guy's got emotional stuff, and he's been emotional ever since he's been at UCLA. And Kyler Murray, I mean, the guy doesn't say a word, and he throws for six touchdowns on you daily. So if they drafted Kyler Murray, it would be an upgrade. I don't think they should. I think they either need to draft Josh Allen or Nick Bosa. If you're going to draft a quarterback, draft Dwayne Haskins before Kyler Murray. But um, the jo- Josh Allen leaving – or, excuse me, Rosen leaving um, – Arizona would not be a shock because the guy's got attitude problems, at least from what I see. It's just crazy to think. Uh, you look at, with a guy like Kyler Murray, there's so much. It's a very high-risk, high-reward type draft pick. He's got, honestly, and I, you know, I'm a huge Atlanta fan. I've watched, a lot of people, they never really truly watched Michael Vick play in, like through the Michael Vick years. They really don't know They'll just comment, you know, you know those people on social media. They comment on a player they never even watch because it's not their team. I watched every Michael Vick game. That man changed the way mobile quarterbacks were in the NFL. It's just fact. Oh, unreal, just absolutely unreal. Changed the was a video game. Seriously. Was was a video game. I'm not saying he was the best thrower. I know all that, but just for all you youngsters out there, go watch a highlight. Look it up on YouTube. It's unlike anything you've ever seen, and. I will say, watching Kyler Murray's highlights, and I don't say this lightly, I haven't seen a quarterback. Michael Vick, it was more than just speed. He had agility. It was the juking. It was the even more so than a Barry Sanders. I know that sounds blasphemy to some of the old school guys. I get it, but go watch him. I think Kyler Murray has Michael Vick-esque speed, juking ability, and quickness. I haven't seen anything like this from a mobile quarterback in a long time. Now he seems like he's going to have his head on his shoulders a little more than Michael Vick did. But, call me crazy, high risk, high reward. I think he's got some Michael Vick-esque with him. So to wrap it up, let's go, Jacob. Who do you think is the number one overall pick this year and in the NFL draft? Um, so I, I'll say this. If, if Arizona keeps Josh Rosen, so if they decide that Josh Rosen's our quarterback moving forward, they're going to draft somebody like like a Bosa there with the number one overall pick. 
Um, if they move Josh Rosen, even though I don't like it, I think that they're going to take Kyler Murray number one overall because that is going to put the Arizona Cardinals on the map, even if they don't win a single football game this next season. Yep. Uh, now, another option, if Arizona really wanted to shake things up and move that number one pick, uh, maybe for some other picks, then, you know, it, it could be anybody. I don't, I think there's a very small chance of Arizona moving number one before the draft. Um, but I would say it's either Bosa or Murray at this point. All right, Bosa or Murray, let's take it over to Alex. Who do you think gets taken number one overall? Okay, so I if they go defensive, they should take Bosa or Allen. I think Allen from Kentucky is like the real deal. The guy's a freak. Um, but I think, I think they go Bosa at number one if they draft defensively. If they draft the quarterback, they're going to draft Kyler Murray. But I think that they should draft Dwayne Haskins. The guy is a surgeon in the pocket. He cuts you down, and he makes you wish you did not play defense against him. <laughs> so I'm going to go – last year I did not think that Baker Mayfield was going to go number one overall. It shocked me. So, but it turned towards the end of that season. I'll give it. They got some incredible players with Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry and guys like that. He ended up. So, I'm going to go. I'm going to say Kyler Murray goes number one overall. I think the high risk, high reward, the the reward is too much of. It's too much. It's too good for you to risk. See what I did there? Not getting him. So, I think they're going to go. Yeah, I know. I'm hilarious. I think they're going to go with Kyler Murray. How he's going to pan out, we will see. I think he's better than a Lamar Jackson, and I think I think he can do well. I think he can do well. Once again, I've never seen some his feet like that since a Michael Vick, but we will see. This is M1 on Premium Sports Talk. I'm with my boys, Alex Parker, Jacob Moore. Until next time, and as Jacob says, the Lakers are not going to the playoffs because LeBron... You're dang right. You're dang right. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm Josh Garrison. Until next time.